Hello and welcome to our weekly podcast from Faith Point Church, Auckland, New Zealand. We hope you will encounter God afresh in this week's teaching segment. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to hear more, then you can visit us at www.faithpoint.org.nz. And now for today's message. So without any further ado, I'm going to ask the first guest today, which is Anya. Let's give it up for Ania. Come on up, sister. Bless you. Take a seat. Um, I'd been racking my brain a bit the last month trying to figure out what to say and working myself up into a tiz and last night <laughs> it was no, like, you know, the Lord is saying be simple, keep it simple and so I'm going with that. Um, one of the first scriptures that I learnt was Proverbs 3.5. Dan, Dan, <laughs> had to be our family. <laughs> but Proverbs 3, 5, um, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And obviously before Christ, all I knew was my own understanding. So when I'd go through trials or things like that, I've been through sexual abuse, physical abuse. <laughs> Um, emotional abuse and And my mum's suicide so you know I turned to drinking drugs um, jail ended up in jail pills and I went through heaps of pills. I'd been in hospital a few times for them to pump my stomach because of just all the hurt and how I was dealing with things. Um, suicide attempts. And he's gone, I'm still here. <laughs> and then we met up with the family. Well, who I considered at the time to be family. And they probably put us through most of our trials and just, we went through some pretty horrific events with them, which ultimately led us to Christ. Um, but my hun will go through that. He's, he's doing how we came to Christ. But after accepting Christ, um, you know, I was still twisted and I was still angry and bitter and I still had a lot of grudges. I was holding on to a lot of grudges. Um, but I believe I've dealt with it. And what I learned is it's probably one of the hardest but most rewarding things was forgiveness. Um, so I was able to forgive those who did me wrong, like, you know, sexually abused me and physically, things like that. Even, you know, forgiving my mum because in my head, you know, it was her fault she did what she did. So I forgave her, but I guess 
more so I was able to forgive myself for what I'd done, um, different things. You know, I was, I was blessed with peace. You know, I'm now peaceful with every everything that's happened in my past. It was so but peaceful. <laughs> um, but it wasn't easy, but, you know, through Christ, he's made this all possible. He's done everything to help me move forward and to help us move forward, which is, um, you know, I can just praise him for that. So and you, you just look at it, I look at it now, and he was always there waiting for me, um, just waiting in the background and waiting for me to reach out. I'm so glad I did, because I obviously wouldn't be here today. And, you know, looking back, um, God never puts us through anything we can't handle. And if I didn't hold on to that, I probably still wouldn't be here either. Um, and now I'm going to use all of my past and experiences as a po- I'm just looking at them as a positive to help others. And you know, I'll be able to relate to a lot of other people that have been through the same situations as me. So that's my goal. <laughs> and um, yeah, just. All glory to God because without Him we wouldn't be where we are. With all the everything we've gone through, you know, we're, we're living for Christ now. We've got an amazing church and family and friends, brothers and sisters in Christ, and you know, happily married. And I could have never imagined that. <laughs> um, and a strong family. And and I do want to say thank you to my. Now mother-in-law, um, because it's through a lot of her prayers as well that we are where we are, and you know, no matter what we did or no matter what we did, we could go with her with some outrageous things, <laughs> and she wouldn't look sideways, and she'd still be there comforting us and praying for us and believing we would move forward. So, yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> You did awesome, hun. <laughs> yeah, what you hear from her is just a, just a glimpse of um, some of the storms that we've uh, been through. And um, many of them we can't even talk about. And um, just want to say you did well as a... She usually has a lot of anxiety when it comes up to things, so she's been peaceful. But I just wanted to follow up with a song so, um, before I get into mine. Like she said, um, Proverbs 3 verse 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. It was something that we both um, gripped on too tight through our um, struggles that we went through. And... Um, yeah, this is sort. This hasn't got a name, but uh, it's finishing off with saying, "Must trust in the Lord." Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask you to help us to help those 
who need us so many good hearts have been lost along the way been led astray by the fame money power and greed rhyme to our own traditions and beliefs oh of those who just cannot see clear their minds clear their minds so they can hear the message when we speak sometimes they don't know you're there they forget you kid that you sent your son to die for us so much suffering heartache and pain people are pointing to blame at you father they don't understand It's hard, it gets hard, it gets hard, it gets hard sometimes. Though he's always there. Look, he knows what it's like to lose someone he loves. He knows, he knows. He knows what it's like to be strapped and bound in chains. He knows what it's like to be betrayed by those he loves. He knows the pain and the shame, the guilt you've been through. That's why he slipped off his throne to die for you and me. Come on, trust in the Lord with all your heart. I say, trust in the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind. I say, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Say, trust in the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind, because He's there. Well, as, uh, first of all, I want to give all glory to God, and you know, um, it's, uh, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Him. We definitely, if we were, we wouldn't be here representing Christ. I'd be back representing for Black Power New Zealand Whangarei, because that's where I came from. I was loud and proud, and I, I love the gang life, you know, there's no denying that. But, you know, I've made my changes, and, you know, I'm not, not looking back to walk back in their life. But, um... I did write notes, but I've actually thrown them all out, and I'm just, you know, trusting in the Lord like we should. Um, today I'm going to be um, talking 
on my life before Christ, how I came to Christ, and then I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit speak through me and He'll just deliver. First and foremost, I'm not here to tell a sad story because my life was blessed. And I had a roof over my head, I had food on the table, I had a bed to sleep in, and I had nothing to complain about. Even though my life may have been um, horrific to, to other people, to me it was normal. And I had a good life, but a good life was a hood life. And that was just the way it was. Um, sort of want to share a little bit about my past because there'll be people in, in the churches that have no understanding, have no experience, no knowledge towards the, um, to the lifestyle that I've been raised in. But um, so I was gang affiliated since birth. If you don't know what that was, my, I had a mother who was a Christian, but I had a dad who was a gang member. So I grew up in two different worlds. My dad was always in and out of prison, so my mother had an opportunity always to... Um, plant her beliefs, which was Jesus. So ever since a young kid, you know, um, each and every one of my family, we were all introduced to Christ, so the seed was planted. Just along the way, you know, I still had a father figure, and, and, and their father figure was a gang member. And um, in saying that too, I just want to say that, you know, my dad's a loving dad, you know, um, that's the life he chooses, you know, but, um, you know, I respect that, and, um, yeah, just moving forward, I just wanted to make it clear, you know. Um, uh, so here we have it, I got a dad who's in the gangs, mother who's a Christian. She even had the opportunity when dad was running in and out of um, prison to uh, put me into a Christian school. So when I was young, I was able to get in there before I started going to high school and whatnot. And then it just um, planted the seed more and gave me a, a better understanding for times like this for when the Lord called me. Um, um, I grew up in an environment where gang culture was strong, where gang culture had a lot of influence. And um, even though my mum would take me to church and things like that, it, um, I come to. I had a feeling. I just figured it sort of out in jail that like everything that was hidden from me, it actually wanted me to go out there and find it. And I wasn't a person that liked handouts. I sort of grew up. You know, I didn't live off my dad's reputation. I sort of you know went out there and earned my own respect because that's the way the hood rolls. And you know, getting my own reputation and all that. And it ended up leading into violence, you know, a daily lifestyle of crime, drugs, alcohol, for those that um, ain't really aware of um, the lifestyle in the streets and that, you know, that's actually just normal. So when you see people acting radical, high speed chases and whatnot, they actually just, that's just a normal straight plain lifestyle for them. But they rob to survive. They, we may not even need money, yet we'll still get out there robbing. It's just you get addicted and you get addicted to the adrenaline rush. For me, I like living life on the edge and I, there was something about death that always pushed me. So when it came to something that no one wanted to do, I'd be the first one to go do it. It was just in my nature, in my character, I just, I don't know why, but if it had anything to do with fear, it would draw me, it would pull me right in. So that's a little insight of my personality. 
Um, and oh, for anyone that doesn't know, you know, I, I, I've been in prison for, for 10 years, 10 months. I went in 2006, come out September last year. And um, God actually found me inside my cell 18 months before I come out. And, you know, I know a lot of my people in the streets, in the gangs and all that, they, they be tripping, you know, because I'm sitting in jail. That's all I know. Like, I just know the gang lifestyle. I'm good at it. You know, I'm, I'm calculated with my steps. I, I know what I'm doing. I'm sitting in jail, and I'm studying main arteries on how I'm going to get out and murder people. Like, these are the types of things, how deep I was. A lot of people had stepped on my toes or stepped on my family's toes. And, man, I was holding a lot of dark, evil thoughts, and I was planning the perfect plan to sort this out. The devil had a real strong hold on me, and I know he's got a lot, a lot of strong hold on, on the streets and all my people, but, you know, I've got faith, just like my ma had with me, you know, that they're going to be saved. Just yeah. checking that time. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah, so I'm just freestyling this. Now I'm trying to get better along the way, but... um. That's just a little insight of my past, you know. I ended up rolling with the gangs, Black Power. I was in jail representing Black Power. Now, you know, we've been caught up with all the gangs and all that, and you know, it is what it is. It actually, it's only easy for me to walk that walk. It's, it's just normal, you know. If, if anything, walking with Christ has been the hardest. Straight, you can be as gangster as you want, but when you come to Christ, damn. <laughs> Straight up. You catch me and I'm like, man, man, I'm pacing up and down my cell all day long. Because I can just, the devil's just attacking me. He's in there. And I'm trying to transform and renew my mind. Yet all my characters and beliefs I'd already built were being all tested and challenged. And... In that process, I'm tripping, I'm falling, I'm making mistakes, I'm going back, forward, forward, back, back, forward, you know, but along the process, I'm overcoming. I'm learning things about myself. You know? I'm realising, and I know that there's a heaven, and I know that there's a hell, and ain't none of my family going to hell. You know? And, um, yeah, well, I want to just step into anyway on um, how we came to grow. So I got a bit of a, a poetry rap that I'm going to do, sort of, <laughs> when it goes like this. Um, My pride had me twisted, trapped in the game, ready to go hard no matter which way it came. Gangster was the lane of remorse for the pain I'd caused. Broken hearted was my family while I'm in them wars. Turf wars in the ghetto had me trained for war. My heart roars with the passion. I was down for the cause. Prepared to die for my hood and that I'd endure. I got so caught up in the love of it all that I forgot about the love of the Lord. 
Yeah, I forgot about the love of the Lord. Forgot about the power of the blood that was poured. Forgot about Jesus who died for us all. Life on the line and I'm addicted to crime. Out on the ground and I'll be pierced getting high. Lost and I'm blind, tripping, I'm losing my mind when my family's at home. Shedding tears as they cry. The lifestyle of a thugster, flooded with rage. The lifestyle of a drugster, spilling blood in the cage. The lifestyle that don't love you, we'd all be led astray. Sad story is I couldn't see no other way. Till my lady came and she's fighting for her life. Running in and out of conscious, blacking out every night. Internal bleeding and it's hard for her to fight. She'd be screaming out my name, stop breathing more than twice. Doctor, he told me. It's over. She died. She lost too much blood, plus her brain would be fried. Resuscitated like over 20 times. If she ever came back, she'd be cabbage for life. You could only imagine what be going through my mind. Deep down inside, I'm asking myself why. My head's to the ground, a tear falls from my eye. I'm broken heart of family. She's the love of my life. There's only one thing that could make this feel right. So I bowed down on my knees and prayed to the Most High. Yeah, I bowed down on my knees and prayed to the Most High. I prayed to her Father, He can give back to life. I prayed for the healing of your body and the mind. Did the Lord's prayer and covered it with the blood of Jesus Christ. Hours went by. She's still not alive. I'm praying and I'm hoping that she'll come back to life. Pacing to a lapse, trying to hold my head high. Having flashbacks of the good and bad times. Let me make this clear. Man, I'm straight back to prayer. Something just happened. It was like she was there. It was like she was there just floating in the air. Watching over me even though she was dead. Man, she made me feel peaceful and took away my fear. Then the doctor said, I think it's time to let her go. But I was thinking, man, this fight's only just begun. I gave her my word that I would never give up. Never give up on her no matter what. I know that she's happy and she's resting in peace. I accepted her death, but I ain't accepting defeat. Plus the doctor told me, there's enough energy for one more shot. So I say that we gonna hit it so that we can show it in. We ain't never quit it. Look, the moment has come. The last attempt has arrived. I'm sitting in silence with my eyes open wide. Patiently, I'm waiting for the doctor's reply. Before you know, he be saying, tear falls from my eye. He said, it's a miracle. She came back to life. Heart beating and sitting on at one five. I try to talk to her, but she cannot reply. Because the resuscitations took a toll on her mind. Man, I'm happy that she's back. But she's grown in the pain. Yeah, I'm happy that she's back since she's stone cold suffering. So I asked if she can hear me. Make a noise that she does. I say it once again, then she follows it up. I say, excuse me. <laughs> I ask her to make a noise. She follows it up. I say, don't make a noise so that I can get this right. Before you know it, it was silence like darkness in the night. 
Gangster for life, see, I know she can fight. Even if she's paralyzed without any sight. She's the type of lady that will run into your knife. And when it comes to her family, she will give up her life. Yeah, that be right. Banging on point. So I say, if you can hear me now, go make a noise. If you came to me now, go make a noise. If what I say is true, man, go make a noise. She made a noise every time. And I was flooded with joy. Flooded with joy that I cannot avoid. I be giving praise even though she can't feel her joints. They saying that she's cabbaged and everything is damaged her. I don't even care, man. I say that I'm a marrier. Even if it's life in the wheelchair, I will carry her. The Lord's on my side and we gonna break every barrier. Look, I know this is ugly. And her heart is real weak. Chest is burning hard. Mind throbbing as we speak. Her body ain't functioning. She can't feel her feet. And the pain is horrific. You can hear it as she weeps. It's not a pretty sight. Not at all I'm imagining. Felt like forever that we were all battling. Look, time just on by. Her eyes open, she could see. Then the time came, she could whisper through her teeth. I couldn't help myself. The first chance she could speak, I had to ask her now, did you come to me? Chicken. She whispered through her teeth, told me everything she seen. She told me that she seen me. I was praying on my knees. She told the doctor everything that she went through, and the doctor confirmed that it was all true. Everything she said just revealed she was there, alive in the spirit, and the flesh she was dead. It's not that I seen her, it was more of the sense, and now nobody experienced it will never forget. Look, I don't expect you to believe what I said. But I'm going to tell you it's as real as me standing here on the set. This is a war story. We love no regrets. And we give all glory to God here to pay our respects. Ever since that day, God opened up my eyes. He helped me realize that there's more to this life. I went and left the gangs and gave my life to Christ, accepting Jesus Christ. He's my Lord and my Savior. Don't be a hater because I'm following the Lord. My testimony's real, man. I'm far from a fraud. I lead you to the word. It's as sharp as a sword. Here I read the Bible. Doesn't mean I ain't hood. See, if it wasn't for the Lord, I'll be back on the streets. Back on the streets, strapped and packing some heat. Back with the gangs rolling with the crack fiends. I'll have a one-way ticket straight back to Maxi. Life in the gangs, it'd be dead or in prison. If you don't fear death, I expect you to listen. There's a heaven and a hell. There's life and there's death. There's Christ and the devil. Which one you gonna respect? Yeah, there's a, there's, there's a version, you know, as she said, you know, we got caught up with a bit of a family, you know, we never seek them, they just came into our lives and uninvitedly and, you know, it is what it is, what happened was happened, without it, you know, I wouldn't be here with Christ today and I, I'll tell you, it would have been hard to break me out of the gangs and I know people that are caught up in the gang life and all that, I know it's hard, I've been there, but it, it took like some horrific events. Things with my life, my family's lives were on the line. Things that were going on that I can't even share about. Remember, it took prayer. It took prayer. It took miracles. It took a lot of things going on. And I just like get to the point, you know, Christ, my lady was pretty much murdered. She was pretty much murdered on a deathbed. And 
during that process, you know, when she wasn't breathing, she actually, I'm sitting inside my, my cell in, in prison and I'm, I've been praying for the first ever time. I'm down on my knees praying. Like, really praying. Boom. I feel something. Boom. I look up. And for some reason, I know that it's her there. And that's where I said, let's find peace. She actually came to me and myself when I was in there. And when she did come back, it took a while. The first thing she said was every single thing that I did inside that cell. She confirmed it to me. She confirmed it to me. She told everything that the doctor um, put her through. She was having an out-of-body experience. And that's what we can't share for now. The story goes on and on and on. I'm telling you, this story is huge. But what we can deliver today, we're blessed and honored that the Lord give us this privilege. Because this story ain't ours. This is his. So our testimony is based on a war story and a love story. So, you know, the war on the streets and the love that we have for the streets. The wars that me and my partner have been through, yet the love that got us through. Ultimately, you know, I'm here to speak above and beyond our story. You know, there's also a, a spiritual warfare that each and every one of us are in. And this is the real war. Not the wars in the streets, not the wars with Trump, Korea, none of that war. Those are just smidgings compared to the true war that's going on in the spirit. And, I'm, and in the spiritual warfare, I've got to let you know that if you don't already know that the Father's fighting for you. Who in here has family that we know ain't walking with Christ? Every single one of us. But remember this. For God to love the world that he gave his only begotten son. And through that, we can have faith. I have a scripture and it's 2 Corinthians 4 verse 18. I see it for we're not looking at the things that are seen, but the things that are not. For the things that are seen are only temporary, and the things that are not are eternal. What I'm trying to say is here, once upon a time I was a gangbanger. I was a criminal, I was a thief, I was self-centered, I had entitlement issues, I was just down to right. That's what they seen. But that ain't what my mum seen. She prayed in existence and faith and stood there right through it, not just myself, my brother, my dad, my families, my bros that are sitting up in Maxi for murder, all my bros inside jail, all the old school that were passed on that were killers and drug dealers. She's sitting there having faith because she believed in her heart that it was only temporary. And what I'm trying to say here for any of you that have got family out there that you may not be able to uh, see any hope. Because they're walking a whole different pathway and they ain't walking with the Lord. You've been given the gift. You've been given the power in the name of Jesus to pray these things to an existence. To stand in faith for your peoples. And I'm here to preach on that just to let you know there's hope. Who knows that a lot of our family are lost. But anyone who knows Jesus knows that he can save them. Any of our family out there that are broken and feeling hopeless, we know that Jesus can heal them because he brought hope back into the world. And I'll just um, here, you know, to share, share short and quick just to let you know that um, 
this is just the beginning and it's a privilege and honor to be able to speak to you and I, we just come jumped off this without any notes I had heaps of notes and would have went on and on and on and on but um I just want to encourage people you know our, our, our job ain't to judge people you know, when we see people slipping, falling, and backsliding in there, you know, it's a perfect opportunity for us to pray for them, you know. And it doesn't have to be a personal prayer. You can do these prayers in secret as the Bible teaches us, you know. God knows. He knows what's in the heart. Um, so, really, I'm just going to seal it up with that and call out to our man Salwan over there. And we've got a, a final song. And uh, we're just going to finish off with the song, and when we do, we're going to invite our pastor up here to um, finish and close up this uh, Sam. So uh, this song is called Breaking Down the Devil's Walls. Yep, yep, yep. Today we gon' tear down every wall that the devil has built in our lives for. The greater is he that is in me that is in this world, can I get an amen? For every footstep I take now, I try to make things right for. Jesus Christ is the only way, the truth, and the light. Devil, you no longer have control over me. No longer welcome in my life, and we no longer accept your evil ways. But Jesus Christ has paid the price, and I've been saved. And we gonna break down. Every curse you lay, and we gon' break down All the zagger and hate, so we gon' break down Put the devil to shame, and make the power of the world But just walk and face, and we gon' break down Every wall that you build, and we gon' break down The words the devil, we gon' break down Destroy his temple, and show the whole world of God is great See, I'm break down every single curse you lay And every evil plot and scheme that you're sending that way And we gon' break down, and put the devil to shame Trust the Lord with all our heart, because our God is great See, what the devil, the knows that God already knew the hard times of the struggles that we would have gone through yeah I went to jail I represented for the gangs a front line soldier that was always down the bank raised up in the hood criminal world bringing when my mother was at home praying to God singing my papa was a gangster trapped in his ways but my mother never gave up on us cause she had the face and now that is the lifestyle growing up in the hood now that is the lifestyle the devil's war that we gonna break down that we gonna Break down, every curse you lay, and we gon' break down. All the zagger and hate, and we gon' break down. Put the devil to shame, and break the power of the world. We'll just walk and face it. We gon' break down every wall that you build, and we gon' break down the devil. We gon' break down, destroy his temple, and 
Showed the whole world of God is great. See, I was young, wild, and growing up fast. With no remorse for my actions, I would stick to the test, down to the cause. Every day, I was trapped in my ways. Living the life of lies, driven by hatred and rage. See, I had demons in my head, still I had a good heart. The depth was in the mix, misleading my part. I hit the eyes and attentions of my life to do good. From my eyes, I'm focused for all respect for the hood. See, now that is the lifestyle. Growing up in the hood now, that is the lifestyle. The difference was that we gon' break down, that we gon' break down. If we curse you late, and we gon' break down. All the sacred hates, and we gon' break down. Put the dead with the shame, and waste the power of the word, which is walking face. And we gon' break down. Every wall that you build, and we gon' break down. The words of the devil, we gon' break down. Destroy his temple. Show the whole world of God is great. Yeah, I made mistakes and I was paying the call. Living two different times here, times I was lost. Angry at the real, keep the real to my brothers. Dedicated my life, represented for my colors. You can never take away all the things that I've done. And I will never try and hide from the truth. No run, I'm here to fight for your life. See your souls that right. Introduce you to the lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Because the devil, he only wants to snatch your soul. Have you blamed God for all the things that went wrong? Wants to see trapped, suffering in the Pain. But it's time for us to rise up and break the chains of the devil Cause he's only in the seat for liar Once they see you burn in hell and eternal fire With his wicked evil plans and his own desires We got to follow Jesus Christ the Messiah Who was here from my father here to make things right Jesus Christ is the only way, the truth and the life It's time for us to go and break down these walls It's time for us to rule and represent for the Lord That is the lifestyle that I'm taking to the hood now That is is the lifestyle, the devil's wars that we gon' break down, and we gon' break down, every curse you play, and we gon' break down, all the sacred hates, and we gon' break down, put the devil in the shape, and raise the power of the world, which is walking faith, and we gon' break down, every wall that you build, and we gon' break down, the words of the devil, we gon' break down, it's devil, and Show the whole world of God is great. I see the Lord our God is there for you. No matter how many hard times you go through. And I know at times it's hard to see. Cause we all raise up so differently. But I can tell you that our God don't lie. That he loves and he cares for you and I. That he sent his son to earth to die. So that we would be cleansed and purified. Let's rise up against the evil one. And help us to save the souls of our loved ones. Respect Jesus Christ the Holy Son. And Jehovah God, cause it's the only one now, That is the lifestyle That I'm taking to the world now That is the lifestyle How the devil's wars that we gon' break down And we gon' break down Every curse you play And we gon' break down All the staggering hate So we gon' break down Put the devil to shame And break the power of the world But just walk and face And we gon' break down Every wall that you build And we gon' break down The words of the devil We gon' break down Destroy his temple And show the whole world of God is great So we gon' break down Break down Break down Break down Break down Break down Hey Show the whole world of God is great I just want to say thank you very much for allowing us to have this opportunity. Um, it's been an honor and a privilege, like I said, you know, for, for me and my partner to be able to hear and speak on behalf. As you, as you can see, you know, there's a 
there's a powerful movement within the ministry that's going to be built within this church, and uh, we're we're honoured and privileged to be a part of it, and we're looking forward to seeing how this church shapes us and prepares us to get ready to uh, to, to make moves to um, reach out for the kingdom, draw our people in. So I just want to say thank you, and I just want to pass this over to our pastor here so he can uh, finish and close up the sermon. Thank you very much. Please take a seat. Wow, wasn't that incredible? What an amazing story. My memory got fried about two minutes into the the poem. And uh, to be able to speak like that from memory, what a tremendous gift. And uh, and Ania, thank you so much. Ania, thank you so much for opening up your heart. And uh, we know behind the scenes how much you've been through. And for you to be able to get up and share some of that stuff today, you know, that takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of effort. But uh, for all of you that are here, you know, that, that know Jesus already, we really want you to continue to pray for Georgie and Ania because uh, we're shaping them and we're molding them. Jesus is molding them and shaping them for a nationwide ministry. Um, because of his convictions, it'll be a miracle for him to ever get overseas. Uh, but we know that the power of uh, video, the power of media, uh, that this message can be taken to the whole world of what God has done within their lives. So we want to give one more thanks to you guys. Awesome. Thank you, Lord. And thank you all for coming today. I just want to finish off with just a few words. You know, we see a life like Georgie and Arnie. We see their lives. We see what's taken place in their lives. And we see, if we really look behind the scenes, the depravity, the darkness, the life that they chose that took them down that track. Because at the end of the day, the Bible teaches that every single one of us are responsible for our own decisions, that we are responsible for the choices that we make within our life. And, you know, the great thing is that there's not a full stop at the end of some of our bad decisions. Many people are convinced and the devil would convince them that there's one big full stop at the end of the bad choices that you've made within your life. But I want to tell you today that Jesus Christ is the Redeemer, that Jesus Christ can bring redemption. That means that He has the power to change your life. That means that He has the power to turn you from darkness to light, from the devil to the Lord, as we see in this story. And as Georgie said, it wasn't an easy track for him, pacing up and down in his cell, seeing things going on that he used to be in charge of, happening right outside his cell, and the anger that would burn within him to think that they could do that when he's right there in his cell. Friends, I want to tell you, it took a lot of courage. It took a lot of tears. It took a lot of prayers within that cell for him to be able to restrain himself. He told me at times he had to lock himself in his cell because he wanted to damage people. And for him to be able to stand up here today, and I've walked with him, and my wife has walked with them both for six months to see the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The word gospel means good news. And the gospel of Jesus Christ is good news. It's good news because if any man be in Christ, the Bible says he or she is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. 
And the Bible says that you can have and experience a new life. For those of us who have found Christ, we've found that God has the power on the inside to be able to change us and, and point our ship in a brand new direction that we thought we could never sail. You know, don't ever believe the lies that you can never sail in that direction because God has a plan. He, the Bible says His plans for you are plans for good and not for evil. Plans for a future. Plans for hope. So many people are living in darkness. So many people are living in a stage of depression. So many people, if they really opened up on how they were feeling on the inside, they have a dark story to tell the world, but they don't want to tell that world because they don't want anyone to look down on them. Friends, I want to tell you, Jesus Christ has the power to change the inside and the outside. Jesus Christ has the power to begin to change your thoughts, to begin to change your thinking, to help you make decisions that can cause you to leave your path of sin and depravity behind. We know the power of the sinful nature. You know, none of us here, we may not have the same story that Georgie and Ania have, but we all have a story. And that story involves our own choices. And the Bible says that we've got to own our own choices. And the Bible says, for everyone has fallen short. We've all fallen short. We've all missed the mark. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. But I thank God today that God has, through His Son, Jesus Christ, given us a way forward, given us a way out, given us the ability to be able to make a decision that says yes for Jesus and no to the devil, that says yes for the power of a future and a hope and no to the life of hopelessness that we can leave behind. And I want to tell you today, no matter where you are in your life, you might say to me, Pastor James, you don't know what I've done. Well, I want to tell you that Jesus forgave a prostitute. I want to tell you that Jesus took a man out down from his tree called Zacchaeus, a man who had ripped off his, even his very best friends, his own countrymen. He had distorted taxes. He was corrupt. He had taken money off his best friends. He had ripped people off. He betrayed his own country. And Jesus Christ in one lunchtime meal caused that man to come out of that appointment and say, if I've ever ripped anyone off, I'll pay him back four times what he's stolen from me and I'll give over half my goods to the poor. I want to tell you, Jesus met a woman who, who lived a terrible life and that woman was so moved by the power of Jesus' love that she washed Jesus' feet with her hair and her tears. I want to tell you that nobody is beyond redemption. Nobody is beyond the power of God to reach into your heart and turn and change your heart no matter what decisions you've made, no matter where you've been. Jesus Christ can change you. He can change you. That's the message of the gospel. Please don't confuse Christianity with religion. Christianity is not religion. Religion is defined by man's efforts to get to God. Christianity is that God's made a way for you to get to Him through His Son. You don't have to try hard. You don't have to be a try hard. All you have to do is receive the gift that Jesus has given to you. And that is the gift of eternal life. So many times we get the wrong picture about church. We think I have to be a do-gooder. We think I have to be try hard. We think we have to reach a certain standard before we even walk through the doors of a church. But I want to tell you today, you can walk in no matter where, what life you've come from, no matter how bad it's been for you, you'll always be welcome in this church. You'll always be welcome in the house of God. 
You know, I once was lost and now I'm found. I once was blind, but now I can see, wrote the great hymnist. And this, the man that wrote those words, he used to run slave ships with niggers. On those ships, he used, to, he used to trade them for human flesh for money. And one day he saw the light like Georgie and Arnie have seen the light, like I've seen the light. And he wrote the words of amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. And I want to tell you today. It's amazing grace that can save you and I. God can transform you from the inside out. You don't have to try and make it. All you have to do is receive the power of God on the inside by believing on His Son, Jesus Christ, and what He's already done for you. Aren't you glad about that, friends? Aren't you glad about that? Because if we all tried to make it into heaven, none of us are good enough. But there was one who was, and he never sinned. He never made a mistake. He lived a perfect life. And because of what he's done, now you and I can ride on Jesus' coattails all the way to the pearly gates, all the way to heaven. We can find life in Jesus Christ. So I'd like us to finish the service by standing together, please. If we can do that now, we want to invite you all to, to stay behind for a coffee and a muffin and some other things that the guys have organised. But before we do that, we can't leave this service undone. And this service would be left undone if we don't give every person an opportunity today to do what Georgie and Ania did. As Georgie got down on his knees that day in his cell, he could have never predicted the life he's now living. He would have thought that life is way beyond me. I could never make it there. Friends, it's amazing what Jesus can do in your life. He can, he can rewrite your future history. He can change. He can put new chapters in your book, the book of your life that you never thought were possible today. But before he can do that, you've got to make a choice. Every one of us must make a choice. Choose you this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, the, the prophet said. So I want to ask you a question today. Will you give God an opportunity today to forgive your sins and give you the opportunity of a brand new start? The old will go and the new will come. All things will be made new on the inside. Does that mean you won't have struggles? Does that mean you won't have problems? You've heard this story. They still have their struggles. They still have their problems. We all do. But we're powered by Jesus on the inside. And that's what makes all the difference. We can get through those tunnels. We can keep walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And we'll come out the other side. Because we have a shepherd who cares for us. And a God who loves us. So choose you today, whom you will serve. I'd like to have every eye closed, please. And if we could just bow our heads. I want this to be an opportunity right now. In this moment, God has been speaking to some of you. And you're still wondering, is it really, is it real that God can actually change your life? Well, in about a, a minute's time, you'll know whether it is or not. If you're prepared this morning to say yes to Jesus, to say, yes, I need forgiveness of sins, would you cleanse me right now in this moment? If you're prepared to pray that heart, pray that from your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord today, you can be born again. You can know a brand new start within your life. So as we bow our heads today right now, in just a moment, I'm going to ask, and I'm going to ask you the question. 
Will you give Jesus an opportunity to change your life this morning? And if you will, in a moment's time, I'm going to ask you to slip up your hand. And as you slip up your hand, you're saying, Pastor James, I want to give my life to Christ. Will you pray with me? We're going to pray together. I'm not going to ask you to come to the front, but I'm going to ask you to raise your hand because God wants, He he sees your heart, but He wants to see your hand. He wants to see you make a confession before heaven today.